0: beautiful souls thank you for tuning in to the new reality podcast hi i'm madison
1: and i'm marley we are so blessed to be able to share what the lord has put on our heart on this podcast we're here to have vulnerable conversations about living out faith and walking in boldness in the dark world that we now live in as christians we want to create a new reality and exemplify heaven on earth without further ado let's get into this week's episode so we are back with the podcast. I sound not the same as last week. We're gonna praise no coughing this week. I just got my voice back. So this is gonna be a fun podcast. Are you ready for this Madison? Mm, yes, I am. Yay! Okay, so this week we're talking about when things don't go as we planned. So Madison, I want to start this off by asking when is the time in your life that maybe something you planned for? Did not happen the way that you expected it to? And how did you deal with that? and How did you overcome that?
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I feel like there's so many answers I could give you, like so many instances, because it's like a every year type thing. And I'm sure you relate to that. Um, but I would say, and this is like rewinding it a little bit, is uh, back in high school, I, uh, my first boyfriend I ever dated, I, and my only one, <laughs> but I, it was a, a silly high school relationship. And I remember breaking up with, uh, the guy, um, and I was like, you know, maybe this is what God wants. Like, I'll just break up with him. And then I, after I broke up with him, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I want him back. Like, why did I, <laughs> why did I let him go? Yeah. And so I was like, uh, devastated and everything like that. And so um, I wasn't very strong in my take back then. I'll just say that. But, um, so I was literally like, I was so distraught over it. Like I was literally obsessed with this guy for some weird, weird reason. Maybe it was because he's my first boyfriend or whatever it was. Yeah. But, um, I remember as I, it's so foolish now that I say it, but I remember I was praying one night and I was praying, I was like, God. I pray that you would just give me another chance with this guy. Just open up this opportunity. Yeah. Let me have another <laughs> chance. And it's oh going to be amazing. I know it sounds so like childish, but I was like praying. I was like, God, just let me have one more chance. I know like this will be amazing if it happens, like blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay, yes. And so I just started praying about it. And then God was like, okay, I'll give you what you want. But there's like a, a trick to this. Yeah. So, um... Like, I want to say, after I broke up with him, it was probably like a year, a year and a half later, um, I got my answered prayer, (laughs) and, um, so we ended up dating, and we were dating, and I was, like, so excited, I was like, yes, God, thank you so much for answering this prayer, like, I can't believe it, like, I never thought this would happen, and here it is, and so we dated, and we dated for a week, and then he broke up with me when it hit a week, and I was like... I was, like, literally, when I was in with God, like, I was talking to him. I was, like, God, why would you do this? Like, I was, like, that was my opportunity, and I don't have it anymore. Like, and I was, like, so angry and, like, um, upset once again. Like, it hurt more the second time than the first for some reason because it was, like, he broke up with me, and, like, I was just, like, so obsessed, and, like, I thought that, oh, this is the one for me, blah, 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 like, whatever. (laughs) But... (laughs) So I was just so devastated, and I think that for me was one of the instances instances where um, you know when things that go as planned yeah. in, a, in a sense it did, it went as I'd I planned it to, but it didn't end how I wanted it to yeah and so it was uh, it was really interesting, and I think that from that it's when I look back on it now, first of all, I think it's silly. Second of all, I think that it was such like an opportunity where God was like, I'm going to give you what you want, but it's not what you need. But I'll give you what you want just so you can see that it's not what you needed. And so um, it was just really cool to see that and just see God's protection in it because that made me realize like I was putting that guy on a pedestal and that was what was hindering me from going all in with the Lord. And so I think that you know, I was just begging God for a second chance. And and he gave me that. And sometimes God will give you what you initially wanted. Like, that's an example. But there's also instances where he won't. And either way, like, it's a learning point. It's a growing season. And I look back on that now. I'm like, God, thank you for that. Thank you for showing me um, that in that season and and just seeing how he has transformed uh, that part of my life to where I'm not trying to like i i'd moved on from that guy it took me it took me forever to and it, i finally was able to step into that season but um i'm gonna reverse that question back to you marley because i really am <laughs> interested to see oh, what <laughs> one of these instances is for you on uh something that maybe didn't go as planned for you
1: yeah um so i honestly have had several instances like this where it's like we think we know what's best for us and we make all these plans and like I exactly talked, yeah like i've talked about before. um you know i'm so ocd and i love to kind of have control and know what's happening and i'm like a big color coded highlight let's work mm-hmm. this out and <laughs> not say- me <laughs> yeah there has been lots of times in my life when i have planned just these different things and um then when they don't go my way i think i get like it's so human nature for us to get angry and upset with god um and so i mean like i've said i've had several instances of this but more recently it's been this season I'm walking in now and so you know when I when I moved away to college like I was like this is a fresh start I can't wait like can't wait to live my life and step away from the life I was living back home and the patterns I was living in and then I got to college and it wasn't at all what I like expected you know I had a lot of stuff going on like back home that I had to focus my attention to and like I said I entered into a, a relationship and it was great and I was like Yes, like, this is so awesome. This is what I've always prayed for. Like, we're planning for marriage. We're planning for this. We're planning for that. And then, like, when I when I moved, like I said, like, everything changed. And it was, like, everything I expected, all these expectations I had almost placed on God is not what started happening. And in those moments, you, like I said, I found myself getting so upset with God. Like, God, I thought <laughs> that this was the person that you sent me. I thought this was the school that you wanted me at. Like, what is happening But I realized that even though it didn't go according to how I thought it was going to, he still had a plan behind why it happened. Um, And I think like that is just such a beautiful thing that, you know, a lot of times we think we know what's best for us, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us, we want this like balanced life where we can just live this safe life that involves no suffering, no trials like that. (laughs) We can essentially just live according to how we want. But really, we forget that God had a plan when he formed us in the womb. And so no matter how many plans and expectations we set, God's plan prevails. Um, we We look at Jeremiah 1, verses 4 through 5, and it says, "...before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart." And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And I think this verse is used so much, but it is so overlooked because literally in this verse, it's saying that God knows me. He knows you, like he knows us and he knew us before we existed. But with that being said, you know, God knew us before we were, you know, we were formed and before we existed. And so he's been with us from the start to the finish like he's going to be with us to the finish and so that means all the plans that he's put in place all the plans that he formed he set he put into to action he's going to see that to fruition but we have to trust that his plan is greater than ours and so I think that in this season although it's been a new season and in the season I was so excited for I think I started to just be down and overlook that God's plan is still good in this season even though I can't see his plans right now. And so I think it's just remembering like in these moments where it's like, we may not see the goodness of God right now, but that doesn't mean that God isn't good. And so it's like in this season where I'm walking through heartache, I'm walking through loss, I'm walking through a, like a college season I didn't think was going to be my college (laughs) season. Like I was so pumped because I had such a hard time in high school. And so when I got to college, I was like, this is it, this is going to be my time and my time to prosper and i felt like i was not prospering and i don't feel like i'm prospering if i'm being honest however i know that in this season of just i guess stillness and just grieving and just sitting with the lord in this brokenness like there is a plan and intention behind it and so i think just to answer your question of you know when is the time i've walked through that yes it's now but it's also such a good time to walk through it because it's like mm-hmm. it brings you to this posture of surrender and surrendering what plans, what expectations, what goals we had and being like God, you know, I had these expectations and maybe they're not what you have for me, but I'm going to hand that over to you and trust in you. So, yeah. That's yeah, that's really
0: good. I liked how you hit on like that's an opportunity for surrender. Yeah. Because it, it genuinely is like you just um whenever you're going through something um it's out of your control. When your plans don't go your way, it's out of your control. And so all the options you have left is surrender. And I think that's such a beautiful picture. I always think of like surrendering just being such a beautiful picture because you're humbling yourself. You're making yourself, you know, not the God of your own life. You're just surrendering that to God. Um, I want to throw in a scripture uh, that uh, kind of resonated with what you said is Proverbs 16, 9. It says in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps so we can plan and we can do all that we want. We can desire certain things, but that doesn't mean that God's going to give it to us because it may not be what he wants for us. And I think that we often look down on that and we're like, "That's not fair. Like, why can't I have what I want? I never get what I want, all this stuff, but we have to realize that redirection is God's protection. God will redirect you into a new season, into a, somewhere where he wants you to be planted somewhere. That's going to keep your focus on him. He wants you to fix your focus on him. And so if he gave you that thing, if he um, let you go through that you know, situation, then that would probably hinder you or hold you back from truly like running towards the Lord. It could like hold you back from that. So I think that, you know, just when things don't go as planned, uh, it's a blessing. Yeah. And we don't see it, but it is. And And so I think it's just really beautiful to see how God uh, uses that for not only our growth, but just for his glory too. Um, but I would say, you know, with uh, everything that's, you know, when those things don't go as planned, Marley, what do you feel like is your number one go to. Like what what do you do? What do what do you, you know, maybe what do you talk to God about with what's a scripture, anything?
1: Yeah. Um well, something I started diving back into reading Crazy Love by Francis Chan. I've read it in the past and I picked it up again and there was a verse in there that I read this morning actually and it hit me so hard because it's uh, it's Philippians 3:10 and it says, "I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection." and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering becoming like him in his death. And it's like how many times do we say we want to be like Christ but we want to follow our own plans. And so mm-hmm. for me like seeing that verse it was so like freeing to know and to have this knowledge that like if I want to be like Christ that means I have to be like Christ in his suffering on the cross. And that was yeah. not like Jesus that was not his plan. Like he was like he like knew it was going to happen. But he pleaded to God, God, please, is there any other way? And so it's mm-hmm. like a lot of times I think that we feel like that. We're like, God, please, like, is there any other way? This is so hard right now in the season. I don't get why you're doing this. Is there any other way? But I think it's just having this posture of surrender. Like we are here to be like Christ. And if we want to be like Christ, that means we have to suffer like him. That means that we have to share in his sufferings and share in in what he walked through. And so with that, um, like you had touched on earlier, um, you said, you know, like a lot of times we think we know what's good for us, but really when we think we know what's good for us, they can be hindering us. And we don't even see it because we're living and we're walking in that. And so I think it's a lot of times when we take this step back, we start to see the red flags of our own lives, like where we've been focusing more intention into things that are hindering us from walking closer with God. And we think that they're good for us and they're helping us. And in reality, they're hurting us. And God sees that. Like, And He will remove us from those things because He says, I just want your attention, your focus, and your heart. And that's all He wants from, from us. And we make it so much more complicated. And, you know, a lot of things can be good by themselves. You know, friendships are great. Relationships are great. But sometimes those things, when they're all together, it can keep us from living you know, a healthy, fruitful life for God, because we start to become so fixated on that relationship and that gets all of our attention. Or We're so fixated on these friendships and like wanting to gain their approval. And we don't even realize that we're doing that. And so in those moments, I think, you know, to answer your question of like, what do I do is stepping back. I think I'm learning how to step back and be still and just talk with God. Like I've been praying a lot, like God search my heart. Search my heart and reveal the things that are hindering me from a a closer relationship with you or a closer intimacy with you. You know, heal me from the things that are hindering my walk with you. Um, It's not even just about taking things away, but healing. There's some things that we don't even realize need healed in our own hearts and in our own lives that are pulling us away from God. And so with that too, like I journal a lot now. It's like journaling all the time. Like I'll just write my honest thoughts, my honest heart. Going back and reading those things is, is just a way to reflect on even just realizing things that we don't notice and surrendering those feelings to God. Um, and like I've talked about in the last episode, like it's not just a, like a prayer session all the time. Sometimes it's just like honest, raw conversations with God about my struggles, what I've been walking through, what I need stripped away from. And I think a prayer we need to be praying more of is, Lord, let there be less of me and more of you. Like every single day, I think we need to all start our heart posture like that, like praying to God, you know, God, give me more of you and less of me. I want people to see you through me and not me in my selfish ways, my flesh um, and all that stuff. And so I think it's just a constant surrender daily. And with that, just it it comes with having a lot of self-awareness, like be willing to push aside your pride, humble yourself to sit before the Lord and be willing for those critiques from him and those and those ways in which we're flawed and be willing to see those things and be willing to work on those things. Don't just let convictions be convictions in that. Like, what are you gonna do with those convictions moving forward? Um, but Madison, yeah. how is um, like how are you able to trust in the Lord's plan when it doesn't always align with yours? Like, how are you able to surrender that over to the Lord?
0: I think, you know, that's a very difficult question to sometimes answer, but I think whenever, you know, situations arise and, you know, you want to make plans or you think a certain outcome is going to happen, not saying that you shouldn't get your hopes up or should not get your hopes up, you know what I'm saying, but um, I think that when you are – truly seeking the Lord and you're seeking his face and you truly want what he wants. Like what you mentioned about the verse where Jesus was crying out to the Lord, like if there's any other way, like, like we go through that and and we're just, you have to trust the Lord with such uh faith that you're going to say, okay, God, even if I don't get this thing, I still have you and that's all I need. So it's like, we have to go into it with that mindset and of course it's devastating when those things don't happen or you don't get what you desire but ultimately we like I said looking back on it we have to see that it's God's protection um and you know I was thinking about this today and you know a plan without God's presence is simply an expectation Uh and so we uh expect God to do things for us Uh, but we never even invite God into the situation. And so, um, like we, we bless, we want him to bless our plans. We're like begging. We're like, God bless this. I pray that this happens. I pray that I can do this. And, you know, like if you look, if you sit back and look at it, you didn't even ask God to come into and You didn't even invite him to, to come into your plans. You didn't even like ask him, you know, is this something that you would want for me, God? Like, and so I think that we really have to evaluate that and say, you know, um, what are those plans taking precedence over God or is, uh, you know, God, what you want to, like his will, is that what you want to seek above all? Because Mm -hmm. I know in my life, like I, even recently, like I can tell you, like there's been moments or situations I've been in and it's like. I'm so easy to rely on that plan that it confuses me, mm. confuses my mind, and I'm like, Um, if I don't have this, then I have nothing like mm. if i don't if I don't get this or if I don't get this relationship or if I don't get this grade or get like married one day or something like that, I'll think, oh well then i'm I amount to nothing but like it's like such a dangerous game play because it's like Are you truly trusting the lord with all of it and like just going back to your question like it's just like comes down to trust like true trust like you can say like i trust you god like it's in your hands but like if you don't like truly commit to that you like it's just so it's so amazing like whenever you tell god you trust him that's almost like a vow to him where you're saying like god I trust you, like I'm holding on to you, like I'm going to cling to you. Yeah. And so whenever we go back on that and we we choose our plan over God, God's like, come on, man, like I was waiting. Yeah. You know, you said you were trusting me. And so sometimes we have to sit back and say, you know, am I truly trusting God in this situation or am I selfishly wanting my plans to prevail? Yeah. Um. I want to throw out a verse. It's, it's similar to Proverbs 16, 9. But um, it's uh, Proverbs nineteen twenty one. It says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And you mentioned that earlier, but um, truly like we make all these plans. But ultimately, when it comes down to the wire, God's plans are going to prevail and they're going to be much better than we could have ever imagined. I mean, just look at Romans eight twenty eight, yeah. where he says, you know, I have good plans for you. Um, and so he's working everything together are good and it it may not look like it it may not feel like it because you may be you know distraught or maybe feeling low and just like uh like I wanted this so bad I worked so hard for this job like I really thought that college was going to be what satisfies my heart and God's saying you know I have something better and may not be uh, a person may not be a thing maybe just it might just be me and so that is enough. And so, um, yeah. And so I would just say, you know, whenever you're trusting God, mean it and seek him in it. And that means like, it requires faith. And so just step out into faith. And so,
1: um, you know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you were talking about surrendering those plans to the Lord, because I feel like so often at the beginning we're like, Lord, it's in your hands. If it's your will, let it happen. But then what happens yeah. when what happens when we stop surrendering those plans? Like how often do we walk into obedience but then we forget to keep surrendering that? And Ooh, yeah. if I'm being completely vulnerable, um with my relationship, that had been something that we were in constant surrender from day 1. And it was like we felt that calling, we felt that green light, and then I stepped when I stepped back, I thought, did I stop surrendering this to the Lord. Yes, it was a green light from the Lord, but did I keep surrendering it on a daily basis? Because so often we walk into that plan and we're like, okay, God said, yes, I'm in. It's overtime. It's game time. But then we're walking in that plan and it's like, we forget to constantly give that over to God because Mm -hmm. his plan could change. And maybe that was just a seasonal thing. And so I love that you touched on that because it's like how often do we surrender it, but don't maintain that posture of surrender? Um, and that's so good. And when you talked about all things working together for the good of him and his glory that Roman eight twenty eight touches on, I think so often that we forget that God created us for a specific plan and our, our purpose, our plan is not the same as everybody else's. I mean, look at us right now, you're yeah. taking a gap year and I'm stepping in a nursing school. Like our plans are not the same. Our purposes are not the same, but... With that being said, God had a specific person and a specific plan for that person, for you, for me, for whoever's listening. And so he had and knew who he was creating. And with that, he designed us for a specific work. So... When we walk in different seasons, it's all for that end result of that end purpose that God has intended for us. And so, so often I think we can even look at people and be like, well, why, why does my season not look the same as this person's season? You know, why are things working out good for them, but not for me? Well, because you guys don't have the same purpose and you don't have the same mm-hmm. plans. And I think that's so important to remember that our existence was not random and it wasn't an accident. It's for a purpose. So that means every minuscule little baby step towards that end purpose all is a part of God's plan Um, and so God is gonna see that fruit that fruition like I said he's gonna see that success he's gonna see us through to that plan but it's all accordance to his timing his will his plan and not our own and that's so 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 important to remember Um, and going back to God always having the best good the greatest good in his mind for us Something to remember is if God is truly the greatest good on this earth, um, would it be loving of him um, if he didn't draw us towards what's best for us? And so a lot of times it's like, we're like, God, why do you have me here? Like, why am I walking in the season? Why is it feel like one thing after the other? Because I'm sure we've all felt like that in a season. Like, it, God, it feels like one thing after the other. I say so many times, Laura, I'm feeling like Job right now. Like, why is it one thing after the other? <laughs> but it's remembering that it's all because he's drawing us towards what's best for us. Because it's like God literally loves us so much. And sometimes I think that we forget how much he loves us. And so he's never going to genuinely do anything to harm us. But sometimes he has to pull us away and that hurts. But it's because he's pulling us towards him and what's best for us. Because he always has... Our best interests at mind so what do we do when we when things don't go our way keep our eyes fixated on the one who is the way who is the life who is the truth it's remembering that and I think that that's how we can have that confidence and that trust is because we're trusting in somebody who holds it all in, the, in his palms and that he is the one that you know speaks life into people so why would we not trust that why would we not trust that authority and it just It's such a beautiful thing, but I think for a lot of people listening, a lot of times it's hard for us to trust God when things don't go our way because we almost feel as if God is punishing us. Um, And I think that that can be such a hard thing because you know, some of us, I don't know uh, anyone listening who might have walked through this as well, but maybe not having that relationship with your family. Maybe you grew up in a rough childhood, a rough home, whatever it may be, and that can kind of distort your view of God. And then you start to think that, God is like your earthly parents, your earthly father. And that's, that happened to be true for me, you know, with my father being abusive and all of that stuff and constantly blaming. And it was always, um, like pointing fingers and I always felt punished. And so, um, with that, it's sometimes easy to think, you know, like God is like our earthly parents. And so we start to begin to think that in these hard seasons of, This is not what I planned. God is punishing me. He's mad at me. It's like, no, God, God isn't mad at you. Yes, he does punish us for our sins, but it's in a loving, disciplining manner. Um, And so I think it's important to remember that we're not serving a God who punishes us. He's not crossing his arms at us, but he's punishing us out of love and discipline for our sin. Yes, but it's not in the same way that, you know, our earthly parents might punish us. It's because he has our best interests at mind. And so it's not as a means of punishment, but a means of pulling us away because sometimes we we want what's best for us. And so that means we're going to cling to what we want no matter what God says. And sometimes God is like, no, you're not listening. So now I'm going to have to do this the harder way. And I have to do this the way that may be difficult for us, but it's because he loves us so much. And so, yeah,
0: I, I really like that. That's, that reminded me so much of like, the Israelites, you know, you know when they uh, they would go off and they would make their gods and they would worship them, and they're like, man, this is a good plan. Like, I'm oh, over we here worshiping these stones and whatnot. And like, <laughs> and you just like, God's like, nope, that's not a part of my plan because your, your eyes aren't fixated on me. They're fixated on something that can't give you what I can give you. So that's what that reminded me of, what you just mentioned, is like how we are just like the Israelites. We go off and we make our own gods. We go off and do our own thing. And we're like, this is a great plan. Like, I love it. Like, this is for yeah. me. And then we realize, Oh, looking back on it, we're like, Oh yeah, I was definitely not fixated on God. I was definitely doing my own thing. And so, um, I think that, you know, it's good to step back. It's good to, to, uh, really evaluate and listen. And, um, to what the Lord's trying to tell you and just being attentive to him and like like I said it comes down to faith and comes down to trust and knowing that you know his plan is always going to be
1: greater and you just just have to surrender it to him yeah so, and I yeah. think with that too is like like you mentioned we start to make our own idols and so you know God is going to strip us away from those idols and yeah it's going to hurt and it's going to be like God why are you against me but it's like no it's because he wants you to keep your eyes fixated on the one who is God and trust in the one who is God and not put your hope in other things. And I think a lot of times we feel like things aren't going God's way or we feel like you know, this is not what I expected because we put our hope and trust in things that weren't God and we forget that those earthly things are fleeting. And so they're not gonna be constant and consistent like God is. So if we're starting to put all of our hope and our trust in earthly beings or earthly things or money or whatever it may be, Yeah, it's going to fail us and it's not going to go according to our plan because they're not consistent things. But I think when we have our eyes fixated on the one who is consistent and constant and is never changing, then we'll never be let down because he will never let us down. And I think that's so important to remember is a lot of times we're so quick to blame God. But how quick are we to do inventory on our own hearts on where we were maybe going wrong or where maybe we what? these convictions just fly by and not paid attention to them. And so I think it comes back to doing an inward heart check on, you know, where am I falling short? Not God, because God never fails. God never falls short, but where am I personally falling short and um, putting my hope and expectation in other things other than God? And so, yeah, I think that's super important to, um, to remember and keep our eyes upon. But I guess to wrap this up, what has been like, the most freeing part for you of letting God have the ultimate control, even in these situations where things don't go your way? Um. Honestly, I would say the
0: pressure, like the pressure of always feeling like, oh, I have to do this. Like I have to figure this out. I And I, I, I think I get in that mindset where I'm like, and it's probably relates to the listeners as well. It's just like you get in this mindset and you're like, I have to do this. I have to excel at this. I have to do this. And yet, whenever we release that control, um, it's such a relief. And it's like, whenever I think as when things don't go as planned, rejoice, because that's a good thing. And so I think that, you know, just rejoicing in the midst of it all and trusting God, knowing that he's doing his best for you and just kind of releasing that control. It just gives you so much like. Like you just feel like, uh, like all this weight is off of my shoulders. I can breathe and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about trying to, um, like fix it or, or, um, you know, worry about the situation, but I can just release it to God and, you know, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Like he, it's in his hands. And so I think that's the most freeing thing is just like knowing that it's in his hands and you don't have to, um you know, be anxious about it or anything like that. You can throw those things onto God and he'll take care of you. And so, um, I, that's probably what I would say, but, uh, you know, what would you say, Marley, for you is the most freeing thing about when things don't go as planned.
1: Um, I think the most freeing thing is just knowing that God's plans are always greater and that Mm -hmm. so many times we're like, wow, this is such a good plan. Like I'm living my best life. And then when that plan doesn't go as, as expected, it's so humbling and like, such a freeing thing to know that like, wow, I thought this plan was good and it wasn't even God's plan. So I can't even imagine how great God's plan is. And it's like, it's too, it's too big to even fathom. So I think just knowing that like God truly has our best interest at mind is so freeing because it allows us to walk in that trust and that hope knowing that, you know, even if God is still good, like even if God is still greater, even if, you know, my God is bigger and so it's knowing that like who we're serving i think is just so freeing and i think sometimes we forget who our god is and so i think just constantly having that reminder of how big our god is how he literally has the authority and that he holds everything even when we don't and we don't have it all together god has it all together and he is working everything out for the good of us and i think that's just freeing in itself and like you said then it's not stressful takes so much worry and like. Yes, stress happens, anxiety happens, but I think at the end of the day, like it's a lot less stressful knowing that the Lord holds it all and that he's going to take care of that every little thing we're worried about and that every little bit of our season that we don't understand or that we can't comprehend, God's like, listen, I don't need you to understand. I just need you to trust in me and trust that I have a better plan and I know what's best for you. And so I think, you know, to anybody listening, God just wants you to know that you know, you don't have to hold it all together. You don't have to understand what he's doing right now, but just understand that he has got you. He's got you in his hands, he's guiding you and his plan is better. And trust that his plan is greater. And you know, we may not understand the plan now and we may not understand it down the road, but sometimes we look back and we're like, wow, God really did do so much better than I thought he could. And I think that's just a testament to how good he is, that we can't even comprehend his greatness behind the work that he's doing. But it goes back to that song, Waymaker, even when I don't see it, he's working. Like God is always working. He's always moving. And so we just have to trust that he's got us. So, yeah, any other thoughts you want to leave the listeners with before we head off? If you haven't spent time in prayer today
0: or if you haven't read your yeah. word, you already know what to do. gain <laughs> that
1: word, baby. And also, <laughs> so, finals week, good luck on your finals. And yes. And hopefully you are putting your trust in the Lord and finding rest in him through this stressful time of finals or work or whatever may be happening in your life right now. God's got it. His plan's greater. And we'll catch you next week. Peace out. Peace. I pray that this episode has spoken to you in your heart and challenges you to go deeper in your faith. Be sure to subscribe, rate,
0: leave reviews, and share this episode with your friends and family to help build
1: community and encourage one another. Thank you for tuning into the New Reality Podcast, and don't forget how loved you are.